Well, it appears the traditional nine-to-five grind could be a thing of the past, with an increasing number of Gen Z workers tapping out of the rat race and opting for what's being dubbed, quote, lazy girl jobs. What? Yeah, they're claiming that flexible careers that pay well and don't require overtime is the way of the future. For more, we're joined by journalist Angela Mollard and radio host Jab Davidson. Hi, team. Um, Morning. And younger workers want jobs that pay the bills without sacrificing their mental health or personal time. Like... I get it. Like, it sounds good. <laughs> oh, look, I feel really envious of this, having worked with that sort of Protestant work ethic all my life. But we're talking about this at a time when unemployment is down at 3.5%. If that shoots up and you have to hustle for a job, you're going to have a different attitude, aren't you? Look, I think it's somewhere in between. There's somewhere between my generation's approach to work, which was that basically say yes to the boss all the time, work overtime. You have to show that you're capable and that you'll go the extra mile and my daughter's generation where life and uh, personal fulfilment and hobbies and friends has a bigger role. So I think there's somewhere in the middle. But what about the lazy boys? Why is it just lazy girls? <laughs> yeah, what that's are the boys what I, doing? I, yeah. So, sorry, Angela, didn't hear what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> Stav, it shifts the focus from personal fulfilment to, uh, from, to professional, uh, from professional to personal. Is this the end of the sort of the hustle culture as we know it? I think so. I think so. I mean, I remember when I started in radio, uh, you used to have to come in here and, and be able to work for free and, and do random shifts for nothing. I mean, I didn't. I walked straight into uh, commercial breakfast radio metro uh, the first day. Um, but, you know, you'd have people come in and, and do thunder work and, and hand out icy cold cans of Coke for free. And I think somewhere along the line, though, they did start getting taken advantage of and they did start getting overworked for very little money. So I think this is the snapback of that and it is snapping back further in that direction where it's more it's not work-life balance it's more life-work balance and I think eventually we'll find it meeting a middle ground again but it's gone too far to the other extreme for me at this stage. Yeah well let's move on a public primary school in Sydney's east has sent a tersely worded email is there anything worse to parents <laughs> reminding them that children should only be allowed to go on family holiday during scheduled school breaks. Stav over in the UK, some councils have taken to fining parents for taking kids out of school during term time. I mean, should schools get a say when it comes to family holidays? It really is kind of a balance, isn't it? Yeah, it's a tough one, this one. I mean, my mum would never take me out of school uh, when it wasn't school holidays, and I'm lucky enough in Breakfast Radio as well, I get the school holidays off and all my friends hate me, so I don't know if I should even comment on this. Um, but the problem you've got, if you do take a kid out of school for, say, a week or two weeks, they do fall behind. I wouldn't be doing it if they were in high school, definitely. It may be in up to grade one to maybe grade five, where it's not that important if they miss a week here or there. But that's why these rules are in place, so that the kids don't fall behind the curriculum. But again, the other side of that is... It's cheaper. It's not as crowded when you go on holidays. So it's, it's a bit of a tricky one. And I think we'd have to go on a case-by-case -case basis. Like I, I, I wouldn't do it for my child, but if you wanted to do it with your child, I don't see why they could stop you from doing that. Mm. And some argue schools are merely trying to prevent kids from falling behind. Some parents argue that uh, two weeks in Paris is uh, life <laughs> lessons and you'll learn more than you do at school. That's What's the balance right. You'll learn your French. Look, what if you were the parent and your teacher just decided... I'm going to go on holiday in the middle of term time. I'm going to disrupt all these children, these 30 children. Well, they do, hang on, they do do that sometimes with long service leave. They'll just mm. take off when they feel like but it. But there's a lot of planning that goes into that. Mm. I think what the schools are getting upset about is parents just going, not communicating with them. Suddenly there's a child missing in the class. They haven't been told that cl class that, that child is away. And then they're having to send this sort of finger-waggy message. I'm a bit with stab on this. Yes, in the early years of school, absolutely fine. There's so much to be learned from family holidays. 
and families are pushed more than ever with cost of living. You're mm. gouged if you go on flights or holiday houses during this, the standard um, holiday time. So I do think there needs to be some flexibility, but I think it's key that there is communication, that you respect the school's needs, you ask them <laughs> if there's work that can be done, and you do that work with your child when they're on holiday, whether that's times tables or, or what are some spelling words or... Sometimes if you're honest with the school, though, then... The, the, they say no. no. They say no. <laughs> you can tell Kylie's the one that took her kids out. No, 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 I never did, but I do know families have had big family yes. events overseas, yeah. like... Oh, 75th yes, birthday weddings, or yeah, yeah mm. grandparents' mm. wedding anniversaries or something where, you know, you can't, you've only got 10 days or something and yeah. really to make it worthwhile, you need, you need 16 Maybe days. Maybe the answer something. is if you get a substitute teacher, you should just get a substitute student. Like, <laughs> you know, like the seat warmers at the Logies? Like <laughs> when someone stands up, someone just sits I know, it's, it's hard. I would do that. Yeah. I would do that job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, finally, guys, Swiss World Cup striker Alicia Lehman has come under fire for wearing makeup while playing. The athlete recently clapped back at critics saying, quote, the message I want to give to people is that you can literally be however you want and still play football. And uh, she's the most followed player on social media at the Women's World Cup. Wow. Uh, it's clearly working for her. She's doing the right thing. I by mean, the looks a of woman it. that looks like the Kardashians and can kick balls? I mean, go, girl. She I think the Kardashians like... can do that as well. <laughs> I exactly. Can, yeah. I think she's fantastic. She's got this massive social media following. She's a soccer player of note, and she's also a brand. Go, girl. Look, this is, you know, you don't have to be one thing, you can be multiple things. Mm. Steph, if I was Alicia, I'd be saying, suck my lipstick. It's what I'd be saying. It's what I'd be saying. That's what my response would be. Yeah. yeah. What do you uh, think? I, and yes, I agree, and I think this is a this is a definite first because I agree with we've agreed together, Ange and me, twice this segment, which is wow, <laughs> hell has frozen over. But yes, of course she can do whatever she wants. And while we're at it, why aren't we talking about if we're talking about her putting on a full fa face of makeup? Why aren't we talking about the NRL players and their wild hairdos that they're doing at the moment? Mm. Every time I see them playing, I picture them in the sheds before the game, braiding each other's hair before the match. Oh. You know, like they're putting in <laughs> way more effort for that than she's doing just putting on makeup. Let her do it, and she's she's a great player as well. Well, it's not affecting her soccer ability, so go, go, girl. Yeah, and those mullets that the soccer player, the, the um, uh. footy players are playing, they hurt my eyes. She doesn't hurt my <laughs> eyes. No, no, she does not. Uh, thank you so much, guys. I think I might get my uh, Google you. Translator to run Suck My Lipstick in Swiss. <laughs> I'd like to hear it in Swiss. Yes, well, I'm sure, I'm sure she's probably said it, so she should be able to tell you. Uh, Ange, thank you. Steph, thank you thank, very much. Thank, thank you, guys. You.